Hello, and welcome to the Lacrosse Matrix podcast, where stats make the story. Please enter the matrix now. Hello, everybody, and welcome or welcome back to the Lacrosse Matrix podcast, where stats make the story. This is episode number nine, which means that the next episode would be episode number 10, the big double digits. Now, whether you're tuning in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Anchor, thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to listen in. I do know how busy everyone is, especially at this time of this NLL season. It is the big playoff push after all, and that's why I'm focusing on delivering jam-packed episodes full of interviews and statistics on our featured guests of the week in under 30 minutes in this run-up to the postseason and then throughout the postseason. As I did just mention, the playoffs are getting closer. We're just a few weeks away from the start of the Chase for the Championship 2022, which begins the first weekend of May, which also happens to be Mother's Day weekend, and it's a couple days before my birthday, and I know it's the same, my birthday, May 10th, is the same birthday as the Roughnecks head coach, Kurt Miloski. I've never actually mentioned that to him, even though I've spoken to him a bunch, but coach, now you know. What I'm trying to do in the run-up to the playoffs here is feature a guest who is not only achieving amazing things statistically, but also feature guys that you will see or will likely see in the NLL postseason. This week, I'm featuring a guy that is on one of the four teams that have already clinched a playoff berth heading into week 20 of the NLL season. He's a guy that has been one of the most dominant American players in the NLL since coming into the league in 2017, and that's all I'm going to tell you about our feature guest of the week before we hop deep down into the mystical depths of the Matrix. The only, th- the only other hint that I'll give you about who our feature guest of the week is is that all-important number of the week, and this week's number of the week is 41. So without further ado, get out your forks, knives, spoons, spatulas, tweezers, or tweezers or whatever utensil you use to eat a boatload of nuggets because it's Levy Nugget time. Off to the Matrix we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was a, that was a weird echo. Okay, let's Matrix. <music> to be a featured guest on the Lacrosse Matrix podcast, you usually need to do something statistically very impressive. And the Toronto Rocks' Tom Schreiber has been doing that since he entered the NLL in 2017. Yes, he's had two 60-plus assist seasons in just five years in the NLL. And yes, he has had two 90-plus point seasons in the NLL in just five years. And of course, it is possible, although not likely, that this season will be his third 90-plus point season. But he's also won the Rookie of the Year in that 2017 season. And he is considered by many to be the best American box lacrosse player on the planet, although I'm sure the Albany Firewolves' Joe Rezateritz might have something to say about that. You guys can talk about that on your own. But the reason Tom Shriver is is the featured guest this week is because through Week 19 of this NLL season, he is tied with Lyle Thompson for the NLL lead for goals with 41. There it is, people, the number of the week. Now, to put that into perspective for you, Tom Schreiber has never finished better than 15th in the NLL when it comes to goal scoring for one season. 
Now, it's been a fun ride for Tom Schreiber, the Long Island native, and he feels very fortunate that the stars have aligned to have given him the opportunities to thrive in the NLL over the years. Yeah, I think the first thing that comes to mind is, is it's just been a blast. It, it's been really fun, and you know, as different as the game is, it's, it's still across at the end of the day. Um, and to go through, you know, learning, learning the ropes, and, and you know, figuring it out, and, and I'm, I'm still trying to constantly learn uh, new things about the game. But to do that, you know, as an adult, I think I was 24 uh, or 25 my rookie year. Um, it was fun. You know, it, it was cool to learn the game. I, I you know, always kind of point to how lucky I was to end up in Toronto and have the whole organization, coaches, guys on the team, um, and really just their, their patience. You know, in the beginning, it's pretty ugly to start. Um, you know, I, I don't think, I, you know, my career would have really even started if I didn't have a little bit of a longer leash in the beginning. And, you know, I'm thankful for that trust and, you know, the ability to kind of, you know, slowly get into the game and, and, and learn as time went on. And you know, the other advantage I have is being able to kind of um, play early, you know, just uh, what was going on in the roster, a couple injuries, a couple guys retired, um, and what the team needed at the time kind of really allowed me to step into a role that I was pretty comfortable with. The ball's in my stick a whole lot. And, um, you know, that part of the game I knew pretty well just from playing across my whole life and, you know, the other stuff, playing off ball, knowing where to be, and then some of the more, you know, nuanced part of shooting the ball has kind of, you know, come over time. Um, but I was super lucky given the circumstances and, you know, the organization that I ended up with. And, you know, I, I look back at the journey and hopefully it's still just getting started, but um, it's been a whole lot of fun and I uh, you know, hope to do it for a long time. Now, let's be clear. While Schreiber is undoubtedly a naturally gifted and skilled lacrosse player, that does not, that does not mean that there's a lot of hard work and dedication that goes into perfecting those skills. Of course, it does. Schreiber has always prided himself on wanting to improve and get better as a player, and his head coach, Matt Sawyer, has taken notice of that. And it's important to understand that in this league, many players, they live out of market, they have other jobs, or they have families that they need to take care of. Now, Schreiber, who is a new dad and, and does live out of market, he's always been taking the initiative to be better, even if he can't be around the team or his teammates as much as he would like. And working with Tom, but also Tom putting in the uh, the work himself. And um, really, when you look at, uh, I guess, his uh, career, his uh, seasons um, uh, to this point, uh, the one thing that you would look at when uh, he looked at his uh, statistics or, um, you know, the, the numbers is the one thing that would uh, kind of jump out at you was uh, his shooting percentage. Right. And uh, um, so that was a, a challenge. Tom's always going to create for himself and create for others. And he's, uh, um, you know, he's one of the elite players and those elite players get opportunities each and every night. So eventually it just comes down to uh, putting a few more of those uh, shots in the net and, uh, Tom's worked real hard at that. Um, he works uh, throughout the uh, throughout the week when he's uh, not here with us. I know he, um, you know, he has uh, somebody who uh, um, he shoots on uh, back home, where we've uh, he got some equipment from uh, from Nick Rose and and goes out and shoots on a box net and shoots on a box goalie throughout the week. And um, you know, I think uh, what you're seeing is uh, kind of. Uh, you know, proof or, um, you know, uh, evidence of uh, the hard work that Tom puts in is just uh, 
um, you know, is paying off. And uh, I've said this before about Tom, um, you know, had an opportunity to coach a lot of uh, a lot of uh, good players throughout the years uh, in the NLL, great players. And, uh, you know, he is at the top of that uh, group as far as wanting information, um, never satisfied, always um, pushing himself to uh, try to get better and, and maybe the finer points of the game. So um, we give Tom a little bit of direction, but uh, I think uh, the results you're seeing is, uh, is uh, as a result of, uh, of the hard work and kind of dedication that he puts into it. And that's uh, throughout the week, um, you know, you know, he, he doesn't uh, live here with us and and um, he doesn't have an opportunity to practice uh, on the uh, on the floor as much as we do. So he does that on his own. And, um, you know, all credit goes to uh, to Tom. As head coach Sawyer just mentioned, Tom isn't just going to the gym and doing your standard everyday fitness training for the box game. He's recruited a guy to be in net so he can get at least close to real game experience when he's away from rock goaltender Nick Rose and his teammates. Trotter's goalie back home is Jack Runkle. That's a name you might want to keep in the back of your mind. Schreiber does feel hopeful that Runkle might be in the NLL one day or even play for U.S. lacrosse. But to have a skilled goaltender close to home at your disposal will almost always give you an improved result. And listen to how it's helped Schreiber's game this season. Sure, Schreiber has the 41 goals, but let's break that down and look at the goal scoring over his career. Schreiber has scored 22.5% of all the Rocks goals this season, and if you look at the production this year compared to others, Schreiber has had 30% of his career NLL goals this season and has had 35% of his career hat-tricks this season. For a guy who has, up to this season, prided himself on being a top assist guy, those are pretty decent scoring numbers, and Schreiber can shed further light to how he's become more than just a dynamic scorer. I think... I, I always have. I knew, you know, going back um, to the beginning of kind of my box of cost journey, I knew I didn't want to do it um, halfway. So, you know, I, I, I'd like to think I've, I've always been pretty committed to it. Um, I think, you know, access to a, to a live goalie has made a really big difference. And I wouldn't say, you know, I made a conscious effort to be more of a goal scorer, um, you know, than a setup man or anything like that. I think it's it's more just a result of more of those shots falling um, and and going in. And I think you know having access to somebody who can you know give me live reps um, in the net. I think is, has been a pretty big deal for me. What's scary to think about now that Tom is proving that he can not just score with the best of them, but has also proven that he can tear up the NLLs and assist guy is how much better can he get. Uh, for the Toronto Rock, and how much better can the Rock get because of his success? If the Rock do win their remaining two games this season, they will finish with 13 wins, which is the second most all-time, potentially, uh, for the Rock in their epically storied history. 14 is their record, which they had back in 2015. What's even scarier is that Schreiber isn't the only major scoring threat on the Rock. You've got guys like Dan Craig, Reed Reinholdt, and the up-and-coming stud Zach Manns, but you've also got a guy named Rob Hellyer who already ranks in the top five of Toronto Rock scoring all-time. Hellyer has had plenty to say about Tom's ascent into the NLL. Um, there's not many like Tom. Um, he's, he's To me, he's the best in the game. Um, just everything he can do, whether it's right hand, left hand, back hand, like he's he can find you wherever you are on the floor, and then 
Um, I think his his scoring touch went a little not unnoticed before, but wasn't uh, noticed as much as it is this year. Obviously, with how much he's putting the ball in the net, but we've been able to see him at practice and what he can do. Um, and when he's playing like he is now, he's yeah best in the game and very fun to play with. Uh, he's you know as humble as they come and just loves to win. Wants to do everything he possibly can for the team to help them win. So. He's been a, an amazing addition and a, a great find, obviously, for, for our staff. And, uh, you know, I'm just excited to get back out there and play with him. For Hellier, what's impressive about the duo of Schreiber and himself is not just how they can coexist, but it's because they are so dynamic on offense because of their speed and other abilities. And it's also how their talents complement each other, which not only makes each of them better, but it makes their teammates better as well. For myself and Tom, um, one thing I think that, you know, we have that maybe other guys don't is a lot of speed. Um, I'm obviously not the biggest guy, and Tom's not huge himself, He's but he's very solid. And, um, but the footwork that we do, that we can, like, you know, create shots for ourselves and, and get underneath, get get over tops, either way to, to get open, um, I think that makes us, you know, a little more dynamic and versatile than other offenses I guess and then um, just the compliments of you know we have Dan Dawson who's six foot six whatever he is setting picks for us and when Challenge comes up he's another big body too on the right side so I mean as an offense all together I think uh, you know we're the best in the league that way just the way we play as a team so it's fun right now obviously Craig is having an amazing year Mans has really stepped up, and then Reader over there, he's been he's been great too. So it's a lot of fun. Hellier just mentioned just a few of the other names on offense, but as we all know, this is far more than just a game of offense and scoring. You need a complete team of character guys to be able to win consistently. And if you look at how Nick Rose has been cementing his status as one of the great goaltenders in the NLL, or defensively how Mitch DeSnew and Brad Cree and others are playing, and then how Challen Rogers, the NLL's reigning transition player of the year this year, uh, it, this team is stacked. And head coach Sawyer outlined what it means for this team to have built for this kind of success. Hopefully for them, it's more than just regular season success and can turn they can turn this into postseason success. The Rock have not won the NLL championship since 2011. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, you're always striving to build a team that way. And uh, uh, listen, you know, everybody enjoys individual success. And, and like I said, you need individual success to collectively uh, um, be strong as a team. Uh, but what you're looking for is, is guys that... Uh, you know, aren't, um, you know, don't get concerned or aren't worried about themselves. And, and they realize that uh, if they're out there doing their job and, and maybe on a night we're, we're speaking uh, from an offensive standpoint where uh, where they don't, uh, you know, come out of there with a good number with some goals and assists on the board, but it's on a night where they're uh, doing everything proper and, and maybe, um, you know, uh, a teammate gets, uh, uh, gets re- rewarded because of that. Um, you know, you're looking to, to build a team that is uh, – uh, of individuals that are happy for other success, and again, that all just translate into the uh, translate into the uh, the team having success. Well, it sure does sound like Tom Schreiber is having one incredible year, wouldn't you say? But don't take that from me or Tom or Rob or head coach Sawyer, who you all just listened to. Let our analyst of the week explain to you why Tom Schreiber is much must watch 
TV as he is one of the most elite talents in the NLL both this season and throughout his NLL career. This week we've got a guy who we see almost every week during the NLL season as he's one of the East Coast NLL TSN commentators. You can also hear this man every week with Teddy Jenner on the Off the Crossbar podcast, a podcast that is one of the few I would say is must listen every week. Pat Gregoire is a Canadian who has a lot of love for our American featured guest Tom Schreiber. See, we can all come together. So here he is, TSN and NLL analyst, podcast host, and all-around good guy, Pat Gregoire. The thing with Tom Shriver, which blows my mind, he's always been a great shooter. Let's let's not get that uh, twisted. But we know that you the, the, the phrase, the Schreiberian assist, things that, you know, the playmaking ability, it was always just so mind-blowing to see that. And I think maybe just within the first couple of years, of playing box lacrosse. Uh, he, I don't want to say he was trigger shy because we would see him score some of those nice goals from the outside. I think it is, and it's crazy to say, I think he's a little more confident in his shooting uh, when it comes to shooting the ball in the box lacrosse game. Uh, we see him sting corners in the outdoor game, but when it came to the NLL, the majority of the, the impact that he had came from being a playmaker and he has such unbelievable vision but now the confidence for him to shoot pretty much wherever on the floor it's it is ridiculous and you know talking to Matt Sawyer earlier on in the year he said he didn't think much changed for him it's just confidence and it's the fact that the ball is just kind of sinking for him and lacrosse is just such a weird game Uh, if you start a season off and, and, and just you know the ball is hitting the back of the net and you're feeling yourself that can change the trajectory of your season. And I think that certainly was the case for Schreiber. And now that he's able uh, to shoot the ball like this and he's able to be such a threat uh, from the outside with a shot or scoring in tight on the crease, like we're seeing him score all different ways. It's not like he's just scoring on the power play from the outside. Like we see these ridiculous dunk goals from him. We're seeing him score. Goals on, you know, a tiptoeing around the crease, throwing twisters, looking like he's a guy that grew up playing box lacrosse. But no, this is a guy that has picked up the game over the last couple of years and has now become one of the best players on the planet, whether it's inside the box or outside on a field. It it is remarkable to see. Uh, It's great for a franchise like the Toronto Rocks that are now in a new city in Hamilton. Like this guy is the perfect guy that they need to market around. Yes, he's Captain America, and he's not a Canadian player, but I think the people of Hamilton and of Rock City, as as they're coining it, uh, should be flocking to that stadium to see not just a great product, but to see one of the best lacrosse players on the planet. It, it is truly remarkable to see. Thank you. Thank you, Pat Greg War. Love that term, the Triberian assist. Pat always has great phrases on the spot, which is exactly why he's one of the top NLL commentators today. Now, before we go and head outside of the Matrix, we do have to touch on the Lacrosse Matrix podcast poll of the week, which you can always find on my Twitter at Adam Levy Sports. I try and pin it at the top of my Twitter account every week so you can find it easily and then you can put those votes in. So this week I asked you, what has been a more impressive skill of Tom Schreiber's during his NLL career? 56% of the voters said that Schreiber's goal scoring has been more impressive, while 44% of the voters said that his assisting has been more impressive. Now, I do have to ask another analyst's opinion, so what do you think of those poll results, TSN 
and NLL analyst Teddy Jenner. What what a laugh. That that was a call, if you didn't know. That was a reaction to one of the wild goals that Teddy witnessed during the Roughnecks game that he called with Brad Challoner last week. I did have to throw that in there, not as a knock to Teddy, although I, I will be playing that laugh over and over again. It might might even be my new ringtone. That would that would just be lovely. But when it comes to guys like Teddy, Pat, Brad, or Jake Elliott, or any of the other amazing guys on any of the calls for the NLL during this season. It's always nice to hear the raw emotion and pure joy that all of the commentators have for the box game that we all know and love so much. Now, unfortunately, guys and gals, I do have some bad news. The same bad news I do give you every week as the episode winds down. It is time to head out of the Matrix because all of those nuggets we've consumed are going to weigh us down and make it easier for those stat-hating droids to catch us, and we don't want that. So I'd like to thank Tom Schreiber, Rob Hellier, Toronto Rock head coach Matt Sawyer, and Pat Gregoire for joining me this week. Thank you again to all of the listeners out there, and as always, thank you to the NLL's Director of Statistics, Rob Benson, for helping out with all the awesome numbers this and every week. And of course, before we go, it's very important to always try and think about what stats make your lives great. I've been your host, Adam Levy. Enjoy the weekend of Week 20 NLL action with plenty of playoff implications. Talk to you next week, everybody.